Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to For Geek's Sake. My name is Al Sterling in the studio today with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. And we are pleased to welcome the draft master himself. Uh, this is We were doing a draft this evening. Uh, and this is the guy who actually gave me the idea for the draft that I ripped off whole cloth um, uh-huh. with neither shame nor credit given. Right. Uh, so we have the draft master. We're going to call him draft master for the most part, but he also goes by uh, Mr. Andrew Salvo. Thank you for letting me be here. I'm very excited to participate in my first draft. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> first Andrew, draft here. Now, how many? If you were to ballpark, how many drafts do you say that you've that you've done? Oh, I got to be 150, 200. I love. To, I'll draft anything, anytime. I we did. It. After he showed this to me, we actually drafted back and forth. I think we did like three drafts, like via text. Immediately after, I was so excited with the with the concept. It was so good. It was so um, good. It was, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. Uh, and we we have an announcement. Uh, we're pretty excited for. Yeah. So we're gonna go ahead and, and announce it. We have after uh, an a, exhaustive search. We did. We we searched really hard. We we talked to a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. Um, after Danielle left the show uh, a while, a couple months back now. Uh-huh. Um, who by the way is doing great. Just as everybody knows, I I, ch- I chatted with her. She's the baby, and everything's going really well. Excellent. It's not here yet, but no. it's going really well. It's still. Um. So yeah. I mean, it's here, just like in it's inside her body. Right. It's not like it hasn't been delivered. Right. It's still that'll be. It's not time for that part yeah. yet. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we knew we wanted to find another co-host, and we knew that we wanted to find another female co-host because there's a lot of there's a lot of dude. Yeah, uh, on the show. So we we searched long and high. We auditioned a lot of folks. We really did put a lot of effort into it, which was difficult to put an effort. Uh, but we are really really pleased uh, with with the one who has accepted the offer and all that stuff. Uh, she's currently getting paid nothing, just like the rest of us. Uh, but we are pleased to welcome April Bloodgate. April, Yay! hi. Hello, everybody. So April is officially our new co-host, and we are so very very excited to have her. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. And, and I get paid in your everlasting friendship and love. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's. I need to, re- to renegotiate the terms of this co-host. Let's just, Hold on. Let's just, let's just not freak out about it. Uh, we got a big show for you guys. Lots of, lots of good stuff going on. But before we had a couple real quick things I wanted to touch on real quick. First, uh, we mentioned it before on, on our Facebook page, but we did not mention it on air last week like we meant to. Um, the Geek Easy got robbed. The Geek Easy is the uh, a comic shop. That's the name of it. It's called a comic shop. Uh, we've had Oral from a comic shop on the show a couple times. Yep. Uh, and they have a speakeasy thing in the back called the Geek Easy, and it's a really cool spot. And somebody broke in and like stole things out of the safe and did really really crappy stuff. So I'm gonna go ahead and my one one f bomb for episode. I'm gonna drop right now. Fuck you guys, man. Right. That was really really shitty of you to do. You know, and it's like the like the people that attend that place. Like we we all didn't really have like a great high school experience to begin with. Like we were shoved in a lot of lockers and given right. a lot of wedgies. So like leave us alone. Come on. Seriously, they came through and they stole they stole some <laughs> they stuff. Stole the lunch money again. Yeah, yeah, it's just it was it was really messed up. So they've got an Indiegogo page for the Geek Easy. So if you want, or a comic shop, so. Check it out. You can find it on their Facebook page. But uh, you know, we, we're with you guys, and we're really sorry. That's just really, really crappy all the way around. You know, we've got to watch out for our fellow Orlando geeks. Heck yeah. So yeah, it was kind of crappy. Uh, and the other, the other thing I wanted to touch on real quick before we get into it is uh, net neutrality um, mm-hmm. is going the wrong way, and and it's that's not surprising, but it is infuriating, uh, yeah. especially for folks like ourselves who create content. 
we want to get out there. I don't really think that they're going to charge you more to access our stuff, but um, it does. It affects everybody who does this stuff. So oh, yeah. if you guys haven't like contributed to this, please get, go FCC get yourself. Go FCC yourself. Um, and actually, right now, I think you get a message on it that says you can't do any, you can't comment right now, right? Because they won't allow it, or maybe it's back up now. I have to go back. Oh, and check. because they got hacked apparently. Yeah. Conveniently, the same day that. Anyway, gofccyourself.com, net neutrality, it matters. Uh, and if you'd like to learn more about it, go to check out Last Week Tonight, because John Oliver does a better job explaining it than I could possibly do. Yep. So, uh, with that, let's get into some This Week in Geek. Up first, we have a German soccer cup. Is that, how, is that pronounced Schalke? Schalke. Schalke? Schalke. One more time. Schalke. You sound so angry when you say it, too. <laughs> well, it's, it's German. That's, right. That's, no, how it's, that's how it sounds. That's what it matters. I, I meant authentic. Um, <laughs> so there's a, there's a new payment chip that they've got put in yeah. to help you buy alcohol. Yeah, well, it's pretty sweet. They actually have it in the jersey. So like, you you, wear, you buy the team jersey, you go up, and it's a lot like you know, when you go to Disney and you wear your band, you can put money on it and, and pay that way. And so I think it really drives the engagement because you know, when you go to a, a sports match of any type, you really want you know, one of the fans wearing the colors at the home uh, home events really brings the atmosphere. And so this is really going to drive people to wear the colors to, to come support and make it a lot more convenient to go grab beers or, or, or uh, food or whatever you want to do. I, I think it's a really cool thing that for them to get out in front of like the wearables and, and really just have everybody want to spend money on the, the club in other ways. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be pretty sweet. I think it's going to suck when New Jersey gets stolen. Yeah. You're going to, yes. That... Well, my first thought is how many people are going to accidentally bump into a pay station and <laughs> right? knock your sleeve into the, the payment station and whoops, I got charged for 37 beers that I didn't drink. <laughs> oh, that would, yeah. But I do like the idea uh, that I can order a beer without having to put down my beer. That, <laughs> That it allows you is... to carry more things, right? So you don't have yeah. to worry about getting the wallet out of the pocket. Right. You just, just run up there, get up there, get out right on the breast, you know, just get up and close on it. Oh, see, there's the important part. Where on your body? They've got to put it like on a sleeve, maybe? Yeah, it looks from like, the image. Yeah, it looks like sleeve, it's on the sleeve. sleeve. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's that's better. That's, that's, where it's, that's where it is for now. Right. Yeah. They will move it. Yeah, this is this is going to get weird. Well, I just eventually know... it'll be implanted in your spine. So. Well, and that'll be super convenient. Well, actually, I think the forehead really is where yeah, it needs probably, to be. Yeah, probably more right here. Well, just I think that kind of leads us into our next one, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. So, uh, so this was a uh, – actually, both of these came to us courtesy of, uh, of of the draft master here. He, this is a guest who rolled up correct. He was like – Hey, I heard Draftmaster, great. Here's two stories for us to talk about the whole thing. We're actually going to make the show this... for the week. Seriously, man. <laughs> set it up. Uh, he actually was uh, – we were actually going to make this our B-roll, but we could not uh, because Mr. Snyder uh, was going to kind of dominate our news cycle here. Yeah. Uh, so in India, they have rolled out biometrics, a bi- biometric database. Now, India is an incredibly, incredibly populous country. Um, per The population density is just – it's 1.3 – Billion people, mm-hmm. and so what they did was they 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 rolled out something similar to uh, a social security number. It would be the closest thing you would kind of equate it to over here. Yeah. Except that it's um it also has an eye and fingerprint scanning piece to it. Mm-hmm. And there talked I, there was some talk I saw about it getting into like the facial recognition piece of it too, but that's not quite here yet. Oof. And so basically, um, enrollment though is mandatory. And this is the the whole thing where it starts to get messed up. Well, because they don't say that it's mandatory, but it basically is. It's basically mandatory. Here's the thing: only if you want any like social services or Food. like to buy a, a cell phone or a car yeah. or anything. You know, just the, Trans- like the important stuff. Also, plane, train tickets. Yeah, that kind of know, thing. any of that stuff. Here's the thing: the 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 name of this is uh, Adhar. 
I believe. Don't don't look at me from pronunciation. I'm, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do I'm, hard German. I don't do. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm pronouncing it terribly. But you know what? Did you see what it translates as? It translates as the foundation. Yeah. They're calling this thing the foundation. It's like they've never seen a sci-fi show right. ever. Right. Like, no was, way it could go wrong. Was Skynet taken? Like, yeah, the what? Brit- <laughs> yeah, the Brits did that. This oh, with Skynet. I thought those the Russians that called no, Skynet. No, the British launched Skynet like five years ago. Wow, oh, I knew somebody. They, yeah, they, it's a, a series of satellites that they call Skynet. It's it's a terrible, terrible name. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, uh. So there's a lot of people uh, opposing this because uh, it is. But number one, there's a lot of people who can't get to it or can't register on it because in India you don't always get a birth certificate. Um, but there was a couple pieces here that I thought were worth mentioning. Uh, lawyers opposing Adhar uh, argued before the Supreme Court that the government could not force Indians to share their biometric data. Attorney General Mukal Rod, I'm not even going to try that. Don't even know respect to the people of India. Yeah. Countered that, and this is the thing: Indians had no constitutional right to privacy and could not claim a quote unquote absolute right over their bodies. The, the, the Attorney General made an argument for that. In 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 the supreme in front of the supreme court, right? That was concerning. Uh, and then the other piece here, uh, the other part that was really interesting here was that the the, the database contains stuff that includes, but the federal and state government agencies had published up to 135 million on hard numbers, some mm-hmm. including sensitive information such as a person's caste and religion. And every once in a while, you forget that India still has an unofficial caste system going on. Yeah. Where you are born into a very specific social structure and you're not allowed to leave. Uh, on the little advertisement that, that we've got on our image here, if you look closely, it says who is available to register. It says all Indians, including um, uh, transgenders and untouchables. And uh, I forget what the other term was they used. And differently abled. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going well. Um. So there was a concern here that a lot of Modi, who's the current prime minister of India, uh, who was against it to begin with, who was against it for you know, went the other way. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there was no money involved. Yeah. And um, but is also also quite going the other way because uh, he's cracked down on political activists and uh, nonprofit groups. Mm-hmm. So it would be a real easy way to do that if you had all of their, their well, personal information. And, and what the government says about this basically is that, hey, there's a lot of fraud in basically it's called the food stamps program. Right. And so if we're scanning your thumb instead of a card, there's a lot less chance that anybody's going to be able to steal your identification and, and steal your benefits. Which uh, is, I guess, an ideal thought process. Right. Sure. Like, However, th- there, there's definitely I mean, there, there's pros and cons to this, but the cons seem to be stacking up. Well, yeah. the, I mean, and they highlight in in the article on this that the woman that they that they kind of featured, you yeah. know, she's been. And tried to register three times and can't. And right. and she was told wherever she went for, with her rations card, which is what you know they currently yeah. use to get food, that you know, hey, like, next time you come around, you're not going to be able to use this card. And this woman's already starving. Like that's yeah. yeah. I, I think the theory behind this, and as well as the, the prior story, are are smart. I mean, you're looking at the future and saying, I want to make things more easier right. for everybody to do. It just it, making the mandatory currently in the way that the state is is very difficult. Right. To do. I, th- I think so. I, if they had said 2025, we're going to roll this out and you can start doing it now, I think there's better ways than, than saying, hey, 2017. Basically, we'll India, India has a horrible implementation team. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> they, need, uh, they, need, they need to better some better project managers on there. <laughs> can we get some project managers on Adhar? Uh, let's, get that, let's get that taken I'm care of. I'm really trying hard not to talk politics. Um, <laughs> we, ain't, we, ain't, we ain't going there. Uh, but I do, think, I, mean, I do think this is also interesting, too, because you are, I think, going to see this. I mean, India rolling out as their first 
um, you know, the, the first time you've seen this rolled out at such a large scale. Yeah. And, and, and America's history with a social security number is a long and weird story as well that you can find much more interesting takes on than what I have time to get into. But I think that what, what I'm wondering about here is, you know, you've got the hand and the, the finger and the eye. And then it kind of keeps going. You know what I mean? It's only a matter of time. And then the information here was getting accessed by a lot of additional people. And yeah. so it was it, – I don't know. I mean and I and I look at this and I'm like, oh, that's crazy. I don't know why they would do that. And then I go home and I'm like, hey, Google. And I talk to my Google Home and exactly. it collects all of my personal data. So <laughs> just saying we need to – let's talk about something happier. Do we have something uh, happier? Yeah. How about a new Netflix show? Yay! 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 Uh, all right, so coming to Netflix soon is The Witcher TV series. You are most likely familiar with Witcher from the uh, series of between really good to not so good games uh, that came out. I, I played them mostly on Xbox. Some of them were really good, and some of them not not so much. Yeah. Um, but The Witcher uh, uh, is a uh, is coming to Netflix. It's actually a series originally of eight novels by a guy whose name I'm also going to sl- slaughter here. It's Eastern uh, European. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sapkowski? His last name is Sapkowski. Well, and I'm going to we'll leave it with that. Mr. Sapkowski. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll allow it. Uh, yeah. He, he, he's written eight novels. Fun fact. Doesn't make any money in any of the games. Yeah. Isn't that depressing? Oh. But apparently he's in the loop on this one. Yes. He's getting paid here. Yeah. Uh, so. But uh, from what I was seeing in my research, they have like board games, role-playing games, and video games. Oh, yeah. This is a very robust world that this guy has made. And you can see that in the game. And I think it informs... This is one of those games. This is the uh, a third person... Third person? First person? I haven't played Witcher in a while. Um, the game where you're, where you're going through, but it's one of these games that has like like every single thing you interact with has like eight pages of story that you can read about for each of the plant life and where That's you find it. That's why I don't play that game. Uh, yeah, I don't. That was a little much for me personally. I like reading but, a book when I read a book, and I like playing a game when I'm playing a game. Don't put them <laughs> together for me. I don't want to read a game. Okay. Witcher is for is for people that really, 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 really like the side quests. Yeah. Yes. Because it's really just all side quests. It really is. Like there's like a main quest that is just about as long as some of the side quests. The main quest is. Go find the side quest. Right. Nice. <laughs> uh, but but I th- but I do think there's there's a ton here to make a really really strong series. I mean, if you like if you like strong fantasy short stories, I think The Witcher is going to be great. Uh, and coming by the way from the EPs from The Expanse, which is a sci-fi novel that I'm a big fan of. Yep. Uh, and then also came to the Sci-Fi Network. Uh, the Witcher story follows an unconventional family that comes together to fight for truth and a dangerous world. The characters are original, funny, and constantly surprising. And we can't wait to bring them to life at Netflix, the perfect home for innovative storytelling. I was surprised with the image that we have that the one of the adjectives was funny. It does. There is humor in the in The Witcher. Are you right? That doesn't really come through exactly here. Right, but I want to like when I'm talking about Game of Thrones, I wouldn't really use funny as one of my descriptors for it. Even though, you know, Tyrion is hilarious. Hilarious. And there's a lot of funny stuff in there. I wouldn't list it as one of five adjectives to describe it. Uh, the Witcher's funnier than Game of Thrones. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. But we'll we'll see. But yeah, I'm I'm down. And it's Netflix too, so I've got some faith that they'll actually take the time and do this right. Oh, I came back with more more original Hulu series. Oh yeah. When I could only think of one when I was trying to argue about how good original Hulu series were. My wife was on the show. My wife yelled at me when I got home. Uh, Ooh. Well, not when I got home because she hadn't heard the episode yet. Uh, <laughs> but when she listened to the episode Thursday. When you got home on Thursday yeah. <laughs> after the Tuesday uh, night recording. Right. Uh, yeah, she was on me. Which ones did you? What, what are you coming back with? Um, now? Well, I'm currently watching The Handmaid's Tale, which is a Hulu original. I've heard good things which about is that. I've watched amazing. it. Amazing. I'm on episode four. Talk about a not funny show, though. Right. Yeah. Oh dear God. Yeah, but that is it is that that was really good. I was really impressed with it. 
Uh, yeah, that would. Have you watched The Handmaid's Tale? Have you seen this one? I uh, know, but with a name like The Handmaid's Tale, I can tell you it's not going to be funny. Like, no, that's yeah. true. No, that's, that's true. Like start, starting Melissa McCarthy, just not really what you're gonna. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Wasn't that uh, JFK one on Hulu as well? Oh yeah, the I, the Stephen I think King. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. The James Franco. Yes, yeah. eleven something sixty three. The uh, the date of the JFK assassination. Yeah. And again, I'm just gonna lay it down there again. Like everyone needs to go watch Misfits. So just lay off Hulu. Al. All right. Yeah. All right. Runner race is gonna be great. All right. Listen, I got. I'm, I'm not doubting it. I'm not doubting it. Let's see. Uh, okay, let's move on. What do we got next? Oh uh, yes. I'm. I'm falling in love with Gal. Yeah. With Gal Gadot. Uh, the Wonder Woman reactions are in, and they are fantastic. Uh, they've listed so the way this works, folks. For those of you who don't follow a bunch of entertainment news because you have something useful to do with your life, <laughs> or a different way to waste your life, I don't care. Whichever way it goes down. Um, what they did here was they brought a bunch of people in and showed them Wonder Woman, but they weren't allowed to talk about it. They weren't allowed to give a review to it. Right. They just they weren't allowed to. They're like, you can watch this, but don't tell anybody. I guess it was basically the Well, usually what it is is the critics and, and, and folks get to screen the movie and then a week before the movie comes out, that's when they they can actually start putting out the reviews. They can only put out initial reactions before that. Right. But I don't understand why not just show it to them a week before then? Why make them watch they don't it? Have time. They, the studio doesn't have time for that. It's dumb. It's, it's, it's a lot of coordination. Too, probably too risky, too. I mean, like if, you, if you get a few weeks ahead, at least you might be able to get out ahead of it or decide to move the date or something like that, right? I, mean, I guess that's true. Like maybe, they, maybe, maybe they're, they're gauging the critics' reaction so they can try, desperately scramble to fix something. Anyway, point here is they've lifted the initial reactions, so they can't post mm-hmm. reviews yet. They can post reactions. Well, because re- reviews can involve plot points and, right. and synopsis. That's got like thing. Shot, shots of faces like, ooh, I like that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, ooh, ooh, that's a bad face. Man. Yeah. So there's there's a bunch of Twitter uh, there's a bunch of Twitter feeds tweets tweets. Mm-hmm. This is why. By the way, let's, let's pause this for a moment. April's in charge of our social media now. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Yes. I'm like young and fresh and hip. She, <laughs> compare. compare. Al is basically a Steve Buscemi like. Greetings, <laughs> fellow kids. That's great. <laughs> yeah, actually, oh, my God. Can I please be Steve Buscemi? Uh, I don't know if you want to do that. Oh, God. Uh, that would be would. so – listen. Listen. I'd be Steve Buscemi. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the uh, bunch of the tweets that were coming out, and they all looked awesome. Did you guys read over these? I did. Uh, one of my I favorite ones, I think, was uh, somebody posted where they were like, wow, a DC movie that's actually got some humor in it. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but, it, but no, the, re- the reactions were very positive, and and I mean, judging from the other DC movies that we've seen, they're all very dark. Yes, no depressing. pun intended. Dark Knight, but mm, you yeah. know, um, I think that's something that we've we've seen a lot from the Marvel franchises. The Marvel franchise has a, a you know a good mix of of action and and drama, but also mm. a good amount of camp. And like DC has just always been very yeah gloom and Martha. So mm-hmm. <laughs> why did you say that name? <laughs> I think the, the biggest joke we got out of that movie was, I thought she was with you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such a terrible – and the joke didn't make any sense. Uh, the joke made no sense. It made no sense. They were clearly talking beforehand. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, actually, I wanted to share I wanted to share one tweet that I think um, really encapsulated what, I, what I'm looking for out of this movie. Uh, this is from at Mike Ryan who said, loved Wonder Woman. Reminds me of Christopher Reeve's Superman, true North superhero with no angst or cynicism, which is needed right now. Yes. Because we have plenty of angst and cynicism in the DC universe. Yes. We have bunch. Of, we have plenty of that, like in this room, like <laughs> well, mostly because of BVS. <laughs> well, my angst and cynicism has much deeper roots. 
Uh, anyway. I mean, I, I was Catholic, so for all my ex. Hey, me too. Right. So, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunities for it. Uh, and then I actually also wanted to read. So so we will be doing our Wonder Woman uh, review on yes. June. Yeah, it's seventh, eighth, ninth, ninth, eighth. First week of June. The Saturday, the first week after it comes out. It comes out June second. Yes, we'll be doing. We'll have our review out the following Thursday. And uh, actually, we've got Forrest coming on to do that. We're very excited for that. Cool beans. And I wanted to share with you Forrest's theory on this one because the Wonder Woman reviews are looking so positive, and several of us are confused by that. And so this is a quote from Forrest. Uh, and by the way, Forrest, by the way, he was the guy who came on. And he did. Uh, what do we have him on for? He's been on for a few. A bunch uh, of, a Luke bunch Cage. Of stuff. He was on oh, yeah, Iron he's, Fist. He did. Yeah. It, yeah. So yeah, Forrest's theory is uh, my running theory is that WB is so sexist that they left the female-centric film with the female director to its own devices and with minimal Snyder interference, haphazardly creating the opportunity for an actual quality film to enter the DCEU. <laughs> I, I really hope that he's right. And this was this was this 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 by the way was was pre tragedy so we'll and we'll get into that during B roll. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm gonna hug Forrest next time I see. <laughs> he's he. There's a reason. Like that's I read, incredible. I read that and I'm like, yeah. So Wonder Woman, you're gonna come do that. So this is great. That's what we're gonna hear. That. <laughs> I, I saw a story the other day. Apparently they they're saying that they WB has spent more in advertising for Wonder Woman than Marvel did on Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? I, I don't buy it. I don't. Yeah. Well, they where have, are they pay, where are they spending it? Because no, it's not here. No, they they've since everybody freaked out that there's been no advertisement for Wonder Woman. You then saw, you then saw a sudden glut of Wonder no, that Woman was a reaction from them immediately when that whole hype came out. Oh, then no, that's not true. Were they advertising right. on networks that you wouldn't usually watch? As I don't that? know. That's true. I mean, well, how much how much is how much is a, a thirty second commercial on Oprah on O? Well, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know where they're advertising. Like, well, they I don't, could be advertising more in Greece. I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> maybe they're trying to attract the the Greek market. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's this what actually, is. you know, Wonder Woman would have a pretty strong international appeal. She assuming should. you're okay with women. I mean, she is yeah. Amazonian, am I right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So the the whole she her father was Zeus. So I mean, you could definitely draw the the Greek. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm falling a little more in love with Gal Gadot every time I lay eyes on her. Yeah, so I'm gonna try to and also listen to her, you know, thoughts and and opinions on things. I don't care about my culture's thoughts and opinions on things, so I don't feel bad about not caring about Gal Gadot's thoughts and opinions on things. <laughs> That's great. It just it's consistent. Damn it, I, I'm still cautiously optimistic on this one. I I just. I'm too, no, I believe in Wonder Woman. I believe in this movie. Right. I believe in Wonder Woman. I don't believe in <laughs> this creative team that's putting they it together. Do it. They did it. We've, we've been hurt before, Dan. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm we'll, just, we'll get over this. I'm still together. hurting. I'm really hurting. Yeah. Well, I, it's okay. We're going to see what happens. All right. Up next, uh, just ridiculously awesome casting news. Yes. So we've been following DuckTales uh, on this show because why the hell wouldn't we? Right. And um, they've already had like you you had you cast Dave Tenet, David Tennant as as Scrooge McDuck. I was done. Like that yeah, was it. You had my money. You literally it didn't matter what else you did. And then you threw in uh, um, a Danny Pudi, yep. uh, who's Abed, and also from whatever the character was, he's the powerless. Yeah, That's sad. Powerless. Um, so uh, uh, as one of the tw- which one is he? It doesn't matter. Like this cast is really really great. The cast was great. I was locked in. You had me. And then they felt like just showing off. I think. I think we even mentioned when we did the casting news for like the the main cast. We were like, but what about Gizmo Duck? Right. Well, it turns out Gizmo Duck. Uh, they've cast Lin Manuel Miranda, uh, best known as Hamilton from the in like the only musical you're talking about right now. Uh, Basically, as, uh, he's he's playing Gizmo Duck. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> Are they really gonna have him as Gizmoduck and not have him like maybe help with the theme song or 
I don't know. <laughs> like, like, oh, that would that, that that theme song would take on a whole different, like, much more dramatic. Well, no, because he also did uh, all the music for Moana. Yes, he did. Uh, and actually, in his, he does a version of uh, of uh, "You're Welcome" from yeah. that. That was really, really. He good. does a bunch of vocals actually in the movie too. He's, yeah, I during the flashback scenes, like the. I I now am stuck with uh uh here's here's my deep here's my deep cut for you Fenton Crackshell which was mm-hmm. Gizmo Duck's alter ego. Uh-huh. Yeah, I knew that off the top of my head. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I notice I found them both in the same pose. I know, and I really appreciated that. <laughs> I really the, the show notes are on point, dude. Okay, the show try. notes are on point. Anyway, <laughs> I want to, I really now am stuck with Fenton Crackshell as an Alexander Hamilton style character. You know, like <laughs> all brains and and you know just 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 not gonna never shuts up. Yeah, exactly, not giving away my shot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's just like Duckburg. He's <laughs> young. Well, Andy's gonna be in Mary Poppins, yo. Who? <laughs> he's in Mary Poppins Returns. He's playing the chimney sweep type character. He's playing what's his face? No, it's a different character, but okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you mean Dick Clark? <laughs> Dick, Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. I knew, I knew it was a Dick. <laughs> that is not the show name. That is not the name of the time. That's not the name of this episode. You're wrong. Um, I gave it to you on the speedball hail thing. I'm not doing that one again. Uh, here's the other thing, though. Can we please get a timbre release date for this thing? Right. It still just says summer. Well, they're still casting. Clearly. What? Drop the damn! Give me a release date. They've got, I'm sure, most of the the main vocals done, but now they're putting in these little ancillary characters like Gizmoduck. They're already it's already summer. Yeah, I mean it's Florida, so it's been summer since like March. Yeah, but since February. Right, but I want a release date on this one. It's killing me here. We'll work on that. <sighs> All right. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to remind you that our host has some real, real deep nerd. Uh, in case you may have. <laughs> <laughs> missed that at some point when he named Fit and Crackshell off. I'm uh-huh. about to get real, real nerd on you. Uh, he's actually going to do the entire next segment in Klingon. So I can't speak Klingon. But then you're not that nerdy. Don't don't, don't well, embarrass me. It's not for lack of effort. Uh-huh. You just can't move his tongue that way. It's fine. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I haven't been able to learn Spanish or Korean. Exactly. I, <laughs> I was in Korea. I didn't learn Korean. So there's not. Anyway, uh, so they dropped the. They finally dropped a trailer for Star Trek Discovery, meaning that we should see a release date before. 2030. Um, <laughs> before or after DuckTales? Uh, oh, there's no way this thing drops before DuckTales. No, no, no. The release date. Which one are you going to hear first? Ooh. I'm going to go with this. You think? Yeah. I think they... Yeah, well, this is already doesn't mean cast. they won't push it back again. I mean, they've already pa- pushed it back like five times. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. But I think DuckTales definitely hits the air before this does. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that... But Captain Obvious on the oh. way. <laughs> Oh, not draftable. Uh, Sonequa Martin Green as uh, Commander Michael Burnham, which, by the way, took me a minute because mm-hmm. I then was like, "Wait, is there a whole?" Because Star Trek is very progressive. Yeah, uh, and she was playing a guy. She was playing a character named Michael, and I'm like, "Wait, is there some kind of gender identity thing?" But no, my friends, uh, Commander Michael is still Michael's actually a woman's name. Okay, I didn't know that, but great. I mean, you have celebrities that name their kids like Toaster, so... Right. I mean, it's not the strangest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. I just needed clarification. So when you read Commander Michael Burnham and, and or, or hear about that, that is still referring to uh, Sonequa Martin-Green, who's probably best known for her role on uh, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead, where she just played Badass. I think that was her name, was just Badass. Yeah. Uh, just Stone Cold, I think, was her full name. Stone Cold Badass. Um, so anyway, but this is... The trailer here is pretty interesting. What I... What we were reading about talked about how this was going to be from the POV of uh, Commander Burnham. 
Mm-hmm. And that was a big shift from previous Star Trek storylines where there wasn't really a solid single POV. It jumps all over the place mm-hmm. uh, throughout it. And you could argue that that leads to some weaker storytelling yeah. um, if you wanted. I mean, I, you, I, I'd be willing to grant you that. Um, but now they're, they're, they're sitting right behind her. And I thought it was really interesting when they did that. And I think I, I actually theorized here on the show that this would mean that if since they were making it on her, because the POV is from anybody in the other episodes. It's from the com- the point of the captain or the commander, sure. or whoever's in charge there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they uh, – and so I assume the captain had to be a bad guy, like maybe not an outright like traitor, but like just an asshole. Hmm. Um, and I was wondering – I think I, I theorized that, but I don't – that doesn't appear to be correct. No. Um, the captain looks freaking awesome. So the trailer – well, I'll tell you what. What did you think? Are you not – none of you guys are Trekkies, are you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you a Trekkie? Yeah. I'm, just... I'm, I'm a next-gen Trekkie. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not big on the original series, but uh, all the movies, next-gen, Voyager – I watched Deep Space Nine, but I didn't love it, <laughs> um, and I didn't like Enterprise. Okay. But what I liked is that this uniform does look like it's somewhere between the Enterprise uniform and the, the original series uniform. Yes. So that makes sense. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, looks like we got a lot of females in command, which right. is always good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a new species or two here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just wondering where they all went the, uh, later on. The, uh, the death <laughs> sniffing aliens? Yeah, the yeah. death sniffing <laughs> aliens. Yeah, where'd they go? <laughs> what happened to them? There's people, this line. People, I mean, did yeah. they figure out that wasn't a great skill? Yeah, they're and they, like, maybe, they maybe not. Maybe reconditioned them to like be cooks? I don't know. Or maybe they smelled death and then it was their own death. Uh, oh. oh. There you go. Either that or they're just a real bummer and nobody wants to hang yeah, out like with them. Yeah, like they all got like, kicked out of the club because it was like, oh, you, I feel I feel death coming, guys. Get out of here, Timmy! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I'm going to have some of the same concerns as you. Yeah? So I'll let you Where did you guys land? Any reactions to the trailer? Oh, I, I loved it. I was really, you know, it, it, it's before everything. I, I'm not huge deep into the, the series line, but it, it looked really, 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 really good. I was excited about the quality. was great, and uh, I'm intrigued, actually. The, this, which timeline is effect. this? Do we know which timeline this is? Yeah, this is the prime, this is, this is the prime storyline. Okay. So not the Chris Pine Star Trek movies. Gotcha. Yeah. Everything else is in. Got it. Liz, what were your thoughts? I'm, I'm excited, and you know me, I, I'm, I'm all about some female empowerment and some mm-hmm. some feminine leaders and all that, and we need a better space character than, what's her face? Janeway? No, than uh, what to say, what's cluster? wrong with Janeway? No, when we were, when we were talking to the green chick from, from Oh, Guardians. God, yeah. Gamora. Oh, Gamora. From, we yeah, need, we, need yeah. A, we need a better space female character than Gamora, so. I was, I was so, really excited <laughs> that it was going to be all access. I mean, because I like behind the scenes, you know, on the, like all that stuff, it was going to be. No, that's not what that means. Uh, that means? No. no, it means that you have to pay to uh, get it through the app. Which is weird because I, he, he makes a good point. Yeah. CBS All Access is, in fact, not. Well, CBS All Access really comes from, mostly from Big Brother, um, their, their reality show that they do during the summer, uh, where the, it's, it's webcams basically throughout the whole house. Mm. And so you would sign up for All Access, and you'd be able to watch it 24-7 and bounce from oh. camera to camera. And, oh, that and, sounds awful. Yeah, and then there's people online that like a message boards that like take notes about what every house guest is doing all day long, and they take shifts, and it's 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 craziness. Uh, but if you're into it, go for it. Uh, oh, okay. But that's going to be on that service. So the first episode or two, I think they said, are going to premiere on CBS. Right. And then they're going to be only available through the app after that. Behind a paywall. Yeah. <laughs> but. Can I pay using my star my Star Trek shirt? Ooh! If we get the thing into like, the combat, like really close to the computer. Right. No. <laughs> I here's 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 what I'm those gonna, comm badges never work. Uh, here's here's the thing, CBS. I'm gonna be very honest with you. 
you can't stop the signal. So you can you can tell me that this won't be available and that I have to pay you to get to it, huh. and I'm going to tell you. <laughs> No. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I was like, I will. I am so annoyed by the premise of this that I will pirate this and send it to everyone that I can find. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. It, that's what pisses me off. It, I, I really hoped it was going to look horrible, and then we could be like, ah, we don't have to watch that. But it looked kind of like yeah, it, it looks, looks, it though, looks right? fully watchable. <laughs> it looks fully watchable. Here's the deal. Like HBO, HBO can charge me money to watch their content. Sure, sure. Yeah. HBO is a proven track record of doing amazing shows. Right. CBS, what are they like? NCIS, isn't that them? Hawaii Five O, MacGyver, uh huh. So you keep, Scorpion. You keep naming things from a very, very long time ago. So no, those no. are all rolling right now. No, yeah, this is true. Those are reboots. Yeah, that's what CBS has been. No, it's just yeah, not gonna, so... No, no. Uh, all right, let, let's get in. Let's let, let's get into some 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 other points here because I know we've got we got a draft to do, but there's yeah. a couple of the points we have to do. First of all, this is set ten years before the original series. Yes. Uh, which means that it's also set before Enterprise, correct? It, I think it's no, the, it's after Enterprise. It's after Enterprise. After, oh, you're, you're right, after Enterprise, Enterprise is when they first got warped. Basically. Right, right, right. Uh, so Enterprise, and then it'll be Discovery, and that'll be which will lead into the, the original, original series. Yeah. First, stop it. There are plenty of stories to tell post all of this. <laughs> After but Voyager, I think by doing it this way, it's, it makes it easier to not confuse it with the Chris Pine movie storyline. Then get it away from the Chris Pine area. Like here, the thing is, you've now got to. This is like okay. Let me let me give you an example here of, of of how this would drive people nuts. Like if they were to, they're rebooting Roseanne, right? Roseanne, you remember the show with Roseanne Barr? They're not rebooting it. I'm sorry, they're telling another story. No, whatever. it's a reunion. It's it's reunion. The, they're, they're, it's the it's same like, cast. It's, it's the trendy thing that all the shows are doing now. Actually, I'm sorry, scratch that. It's that's a terrible example. It's the same cast uh, except for Doyle. Gar, uh, uh, what you what you call it? <clears throat> The Goldbergs. There we go. The Goldbergs. Okay. Is a is a TV show set in the eighties. Okay. So they are very very careful to make sure that there's no cell phones. Right. They make very careful to make sure that it is authentically eighties. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now that's easy, and it would be easy for us to tell if suddenly somebody walked by with you know with a Bluetooth because we would all would recognize that that wasn't around in the eighties. Okay. Here's the problem: when you jump over to the Star Trek side, those of us that have been watching this for a while are going to notice the tech. And there is tech that is available. Uh, uh, I guarantee you Discovery is going to do this. They're going to have technology on the show that was not available in the original series but was available in the, say, the the, the Next Generation or Voyager or something. I don't know. Discovery did pretty well with that from what I hear. Uh, We'll see. But or not Discovery I, Enterprise, I mean. Um, I want, I'm much more interested to see what the stories that happen afterwards because I guarantee you there's going to be continuity errors. And you're going to have to sidestep so much continuity in order to tell a better story. Tell a proper story. Or you just go afterwards. Everything that we saw in this preview would have been fantastic afterwards. Yeah. Uh, so that's my 10-year piece. Uh, in also, ca- In case anyone didn't believe Al when he said that his nerd ran deep. Listen. And then and – then, and, then, and, and what's happened since Voyager got back? We, we, we have no – Exactly. We have no idea of what's happened in this world since Voyager returned from the uh, beta, uh, whatever Delta they, Quadrant. Delta Quadrant. There's so much I'd be interested in seeing. I'm much more interested in seeing that stuff. You know, uh-huh. there's a whole lot of great stories that are over there, and we've um, still got our, our we've still got all of our captains alive. Right. There's there's tons of opportunities to do tons of stuff here. You could have cameos and stuff like that. You can't do that now because it's all prequel. Yes. Well, if it, but how can you not have a cameo if it's prequel? Because they're alive before they were on. Unless they're gonna like de-age them, Robert Downey Jr. style. 
Yeah, Picard isn't going to be able to show With up cocaine? here. With cocaine? I don't know. <laughs> that War. actually ages you a lot. Oh. Mar- Civil oh. War. So this is an opening. Uh, but let's talk about the big deal here. Oh, and Sarek, by the way. They're going to do this thing, too. So we've got a bunch of stuff that's a little off, but Sarek showing up, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarek being Spock's father. Yeah. yeah. But let's talk about the Klingons. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. So. Rant start. This isn't a rant. Yes, I actually researched. No, I researched mm-hmm. why the Klingons looked like that. Because well thought out look, rant. Start. I actually am just going to quote you. Okay. Uh, quote you an article that I found <laughs> uh, to let folks know. If you were curious as to why the Klingons look funny, strap in. If you weren't, feel free to hit the forward like thirty seconds. Mm. Uh, the ancient Klingons, which are ones that they found here, you can't do it in real life, Andrew. Um, <laughs> the, the the Klingons that are showing up here. Uh, are actually most likely uh, belong to a race of like a, a kind of an offshoot of the Klingon folks uh, that that first encountered humans at the edge of Federation space. In 2154, a group of Klingons managed to get their hands on human augments, which was a story which eventually then led to a plague. Uh, they altered their genetic makeup, which made them uh, uh, sub- like it made them fall prey to a plague because they were altering their genetic makeup. Uh, the early stage of these plague that the king, that those Klingons lost the ridges on their foreheads were the ones that they're mostly known for from Worf and Next Generation and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, it was actually that plague originally became airborne. Uh, it was a string of the Lavodian flu, just in could really really deep cut there, <laughs> right? And it wiped out planets and a lot of people died. And it wasn't until the doctor, uh, Doctor Flocks from the inter- from from Enterprise, Star Trek Enterprise, uh, managed to stop that. So that's what happened there. So the only counter argument that you've got to all of this is that Klingons in the actual original series back, you know, with, with Kirk and Picard, oh, sorry, with Kirk and Spock and Bones, mm-hmm. they actually looked rather human. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're they just getting, had angry eyebrows. Right. So you got genetic, but again, there have been a lot of genetic mutations. So they're going to probably just hang, hang a lampshade on that and move on. So that's, that's the explanation for why do we have to have new looking Klingons with every series? I don't know. He just explained it, dude. No, but I'm. Were you not? <laughs> so in 2154, <laughs> I, I don't. I care not about your retcon. I want to know why these people, the, the makeup artists, can't just do the same makeup from before. Well, I thought I thought Worf wasn't full Klingon. No, Worf's a full Klingon. He's full Klingon, but he was adopted. Right. Okay. He was like excommunicated and right. Yeah. And this Torres from Voyager was half Klingon. Right, 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 right. Okay. And then the and this and uh, 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 Commander, what's your face, Commander Burnham, Commander Burnham, Sonequa Michael Green. Uh, she Martin Green, Sonequa Martin Martin Green is a human was apparently raised on Vulcan. Is the going theory? Okay. okay. So and all, and all Vulcans are just are very like cold and logical. Cold and logical and like superiority complex ish. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Although this does mean that if Sarek, this is again, we're getting to timeline issues. Sarek is Spock's father, meaning that Spock would have known this woman, his Possibly. human sister. Hmm. Oh, well, and yeah. in all of the time that we hear Spock, Spock never once mentioned, hey, I had a human sister. Maybe he just didn't like her. Yeah, this is only 10 years before, right? I mean, so they, right. And Spock, when he was on the TV show, was an adult. Right. Was, yeah. So they clearly had some form of interaction. And yet in all of the Spock ever, he never mentions that he had, oh, yeah, no, I had a sister. Uh, she was fully human. She just lived with us for a while. Like, that never came up, ever? Well, it was illogical. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> all right. <laughs> Let's get to the draft. Hooray. 
So here's the draft, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we we just kind of like smash some stuff together here to it's make a little tricky too. So it, it is works. a little tricky. Uh, here's the premise: the Borg from that's from Star Trek uh, and the Galactic Empire. That's from Star Wars. We don't assume that you know what we're talking about. Right. Here. The Borg and the Galactic Empire have created a new super destroyer. It's up to you to stop it. You're going to put together your flight crew. You're going to draft a pilot, a captain, a tail gunner, a mechanic, and the vessel itself. Fictional geek characters only. Which did take the Enola Gay out of the running, uh, which was a shame, I think, really. So we're going to be doing this. If you guys are drafting along at home, uh, you always get first pick before we go for any given round. So uh, we are now going to do this. Was it Serpent? Serpentine. 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 Are we we doing – we've done this two different ways now. We've done it where round one, everybody picks a captain. Round two, everybody picks a pilot. Are we not doing that? Are we just going – No. No, no. Draft master says nay, nay. Are you you bringing the no, no, no? Uh, No. The the Kembe's in the room right now. He's saying. Yeah. So, no, we're we're drafting. You draft whatever you want. All right, good. You got these five spots that you need to fill in. And now the draft master, I think, come in and put down final rules on how we draft. Yeah, and I don't – think you even need to say what you're drafting for i mean obviously if you draft some sort of large uh plane it's probably going to be your vessel sure not your pilot but uh, <laughs> uh it's, it's, a, it's a spaceship andrew uh, it could, well it could be, it could See, be. we use the word vessel I you can't put word. a plane in space just... you can i will oh we did cover that last uh, time nasa did we did have a tiny plane Ooh. up in space yeah mm-hmm. so you you draft your five and then when you go through and you allocate your players to this game that is when you say, all right, and this and my pilot will be X, uh, mine will be the best, uh, and then we mm. your tail gunner and, and so on. Right? That, that's usually, yeah. That's oh yeah, he's he's coming in cocky, but I gotta tell you, I got a good, I got a good, I got a good list here. So what are we doing with these die? All right, so we're gonna roll uh, because this is for geek's sake. We're gonna roll to see who gets to go first. Mm-hmm. So what we'll do is this will be serpentine, so uh, classic draft thing. So we'll go one, two, three, four, and the person who gets the last pick will also get the fifth pick. And we'll go back and forth in that way. As always, folks at home, we are we really want to know your thoughts, your and we want to see what you guys draft. So please make sure you do that, include that in the comments, and let us know so we can all see it. Uh, our new social media director uh, would love to have something to to do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go. Highest to be the highest one goes first. Everybody, or I guess yeah, highest one goes first. Okay. Everybody, roll. Mm-hmm. Not gonna be me. Snake eyes. Andrew. Gonna come in. Did we just in. pull a one, two, three, four? We did just pull a one, two, three, four. Yeah. Wow. That is unlikely. It is unlikely. So uh, does that mean we go in reverse order then? N- no. We go we go clockwise, right? Okay. Yeah, so it should go Yeah, so so uh, uh Liz will get pick four and pick five. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I I hope so. I'm I'm nervous. I feel good about this, but I'm nervous. All right, all right. So let's start this draft off. Let's do it. So I, you need to draft somebody who has multiple skills. That's a, a key component of every draft. Is if you put somebody in a, in a very specific spot, then you, you may find yourself lacking later on because if somebody goes down, what are you going to do? Sure. Right? So I, I think you need to draft somebody with brains, with a bit, with a bit of talent, mm-hmm. with with some ingenuity. A tweener. A tweener. Well, I mean, yeah, but but he's more of an excellent person. Sure. In this case, I will draft Tony Stark. Mm. Oh, bold choice to come out the mm. gate. So you're not going to announce what you're drafting, what position you're drafting them for. Uh, sometimes I will when I feel like it is just important to just explain how good of a pick that is. But in this case, <laughs> <laughs> I um, I I've got very little concerns that anybody grabbed my people for this one. I mean, I still did a full. You guys, we should, all know you have the full cast of Firefly in your draft list. Okay? Actually, can it's I tell like, you right now? I avoided them just because of that. Right. I just like Al's gonna get Sneak everyone. So <laughs> no, actually, none of my none of my first picks are, are Firefly. Wow. Um, I could have, I could have absolutely, I wanted to, but I'm trying to diversify here. 
So uh, I actually am going to cast I'm, – I'm, I'll tell you right now. I'm bringing out my pilot first because I want you to know how serious I am here. Uh, so I looked for just the greatest pilot, period, uh-huh. regardless, just all the way around, the absolute best pilot. And so my pick for pilot is Baloo from Tailspin. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. on you. Go for it. Now, before <laughs> now, now let, let me explain this to you here. I will Bef- tell you he did not make anybody's draft board. I know. I wasn't worried about that. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing you guys need to understand. I know you're like, well, I whoa, can't whoa, wait whoa. to see what your ship is that Baloo is going to freaking pilot. <laughs> Here's the thing. Baloo took the sea duck and broke the laws of physics and aviation uh-huh. every single episode. Every single episode. Did he ever leave he the can, atmosphere? He doesn't. It doesn't matter. And a matter of fact, I think he, he kind of does. I think he did. And it doesn't matter because he has an understanding uh-huh. of what he can make a ship do that goes beyond the skill of any mortal person, mortal pilot. Okay. He's my pilot. I don't care. Baloo for pilot. Deal with it. Off Next. The board. Okay. Oh, let me scratch that. I had him in three positions. Uh, let's see. <laughs> don't be. Don't be jealous. Well, you know, I, I think. Before we can assemble a crew, we got to have the right ship for that crew. So I think the ship really determines a lot. I am going to go with the Heart of Gold. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, you like that? That's a, that's a bold choice. Yeah. I like it. No, well, okay, but now tell folks about the Heart of Gold. Uh, the Heart of Gold being the ship from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, with the improbability drive. Uh, can do just about anything you want it to, if you, as long as you know how to control it. Yeah, well, I think that's going to be the key. I'm, gonna, I'm curious to see how the rest of your mm-hmm. draft shakes out. Mm-hmm. I like it. Because like an improbability drive uh, doesn't always work exactly as you think it would. That's why I'm going to have to have a really good mechanic. All right. All slash right. engineer. All right. All right. What you got? So you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with uh with Andrew on this one, and and you know, you really gotta you really gotta draft someone with a uh, with versatility and that that can't be stuck in one position, uh, and one role the entire time. Mm-hmm. And my my first draft is also going to be for my pilot, but again, keeping that versatility in mind, I'm actually just going to draft pilot. What from Conch- Farscape? Conches? Oh, okay, okay. yeah, Cause, nice. Because obviously, very versatile. <laughs> Isn't like attached to the ship or anything. No, that's. But hey, hey, it does the job. And I think our first, I think maybe our first Farscape draft ever. I think so. Really? Oh, guys, anybody's... guys, guys, I really, really loved Farscape. I but can't. I did make sure that they were in the image. I, did, I, I appreciated that yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I noticed you got you got both. You know, I did, did you know that she was a big Farscape fan? No. That's awesome. Well, because you had Stargate and you had Firefly, so I didn't know if you were... No, nah, that was just a happy accident. Nice. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. Okay, you also... Now, you get pick five as well. All right. Uh, pick five. Oh... See, but we're and now we're not doing this in any order, and I thought I was gonna have to fight for things, but now I have this. You and still this might is have mine, to. and it's in my hand. <laughs> you've got a lot of how power. I, you've got a lot I? of time to your next pick. So you're be <laughs> very clear that you're not gonna pick for a while. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of people to go. Okay, so. so just for posterity's sake, because it wouldn't make sense if I didn't do this, I'm gonna go ahead and draft my ship now, and we're going with Moya because it wouldn't make sense if I had pilot in the Millennium Falcon because because okay. he, he doesn't he doesn't fit. There hey, you go. Hey, there's no spot but for him. But he could. There. No, they're like no, they're like I, biologically I, attached. I, I know. It's like a thing. <laughs> I was just trying to be positive. I was trying to make you feel better about it. It's fine. All right, we got a pilot. I feel fine about this. We got a pilot. We got a ship coming back around. Profe- or producer Dan. Is it? Is it me? Yeah. Oh, because yeah, yeah. oh, we were going clockwise. Okay. A serpentine. Counter. Serpentine. Yeah. Serpentine. Gotcha. Okay, so I am Lana. going to go. I'm, I'm going with my mechanic, my my chief engineer, um, and for that I am going to go with the. Uh, chief engineer for the Asgardian Empire, Thor. 
yeah. from Stargate SG-1. Ooh. Yeah. Please note, this is Thor from Stargate SG-1. Yes. Not Thor, as in Chris Helmsworth, <laughs> who would be a terrible engineer. No, and in Stargate SG-1, the Asgardians kind of look like the classic gray aliens that we've all seen in right. conspiracy videos and such. Um, but uh, he, he created fast, faster than light speed. He knows how to He's... fix a gate. He can do it all. He's a strong pick. Yeah. He's a strong pick. And if anybody's going to know how to handle that in, in probability drive, it's Thor. Th- that's a good call. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna draft uh, uh, next. Kind of again. I, I I wanted to get Blue out the way because I was afraid somebody else was gonna grab him. Um, <laughs> so I'm now I'm now gonna go for my I'm gonna draft my captain. I'll tell you my position. I don't care. I'm coming up strong. Yeah. Uh, I got Blue in the pilot chair, but somebody's got to be able to do this. And and I think for this kind of a challenge, you needed somebody who's been there and done that. You need somebody with experience. You need a grizzled, just badass all the way around. So uh, for my captain, I know it's going to seem a little a little strange, but I'm confident. I grab Batman. Okay. Yeah. So I want. I also am really stuck on the image of Batman standing at the standing at the captain <laughs> spot with an animated blue uh, behind the wheel, yelling about Kit and uh, throwing pineapples out the window to stop bad guys. I'm going to tell you, this wins. Whew. Unexpected. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Unexpected. 100%. Boom. So this draft, you're, you're competing to play a game, right? So it's very important to think about the fact that this is a game. So when, you, when you're drafting people to play in a game, you've got to have somebody who's up and coming, somebody mm-hmm. who's on the rise, mm-hmm. innovative, mm-hmm. really has been given a lot of applause and, and plaudits, things like that. So the person who fits a game situation like that would be the person for which the game is named after, which is Ender Wiggins. You grabbed oh. Ender. I actually had Ender on my list. Yes, that that is an amazing chip. So Ender, of course, or Ender's game by Orson Scott Card, uh, movie came out with Harrison Ford mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years back. Uh, a really really good book. Uh, Orson Scott Card's kind of a terrible human being, but uh, uh, an amazing amazing book. That's that's a good pull, man. Yeah. So and Ender joins nice. the squadron. Mm. In addition to Ender, since it's now my turn to go yep. in round yep. three here, I, I think that you know we maybe we're trying to be a little bit too creative with our picks. So I'm going to go with somebody who brings the force with him, somebody who Al is very tired of in, in many situations, but he does a lot of things really well. He can battle. He can fly. Again, he, he covers multiple dimensions in my squad. He is Luke Skywalker. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. So, you know, I had – I actually had a, a couple couple Star Wars folks here, mm-hmm. but I don't think any of them – No, none I, of them. I made. had Luke for a gunner. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't have Luke. I had I had a couple other folks. I'm actually going to go ahead and grab my gunner now, uh, and so I and and continue. This one's going a little bit more a little bit more mainstream here, uh, but he's he's just amazing at it. And I would again love the idea of him running around the ship with everybody else. Uh, for my tail gunner, I have grabbed the one and only uh, Rocket Raccoon. Okay. Ooh, that's a nice one. I like that. Yeah. Like yeah. That yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, I see you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I see you. Just did I did I grab somebody off your you list right there? You might have. That's yeah. fine. All right, so is it it's me, right? It, it is, is you. you. Okay. Well, it's time to get a pilot. Uh so I'm going to go better than Baloo. Uh I think you're wrong. My pilot is literally genetically programmed to do one thing and one thing only and that's fly a freaking ship. And the name is pilot. <clears throat> like, come on, man. It's okay. No, and that's fine. It'll like, be We a... all love blue, but I'll let you children squabble. Don't get cocky. It's fine. Oh, 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 okay. All That's right. Fine. What you got? Um, I'm going Fox McCloud. Nice. Mm-hmm. Can he do a barrel going roll? Going to strangle you. Can I strangle him? 
What's did up? you have him as what? What else? So, did you have? Did you have? I had him as my captain. So, <laughs> I'm so upset with you right now. No, I have him as my captain. Yeah, you, you don't. You don't actually. I am the captain now. And I was gonna like blow you guys away with that one too. I was gonna be like, oh guys, what's up? I got Star Fox. What's going on? Do a barrel roll. I am the captain now. <sighs> Fine, then I've got Slippy. No, nobody has Slippy. Nobody has Slippy. You grab what's his face? Oh, Falco. Falco. You grab Falco. You clearly grab Falco. I, I would always shoot Falco down on purpose because he was <laughs> he was so cocky and he was so like, oh, where'd you learn to fly, Fox? Yeah. Pow, pow, pow. Like you're done. Well, okay, Peppy, then you want to go with the rabbit? I like. Peppy. I mean, he's old and wise. He would make a strong captain. Do you want on my list of other captains? You can have some. No, other I have other list. captains on my list. Okay. I just really I'm wanted just... Fox. Uh, no, I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna go ahead and grab my mechanic right now. Uh, and uh, we're uh, going a little off the wall with this one, but I'm going with Leela. Wait, from where? Um, Futurama. Oh, there we oh, go. Okay, there <laughs> okay. I was like, all I could think of was Lilo and Stitch. It was no, the no, only thing Lila, I could picture. Not I know, Lilo. and I heard you say Lila, and I knew Lilo and Stitch was wrong, but my brain was like, nope, so, we're sticking here. Same here. <laughs> this is this is where we're staying. Lila's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I almost picked the Planet Express ship, but the <laughs> <laughs> guns on it are terrible. Awful. Right. It's actually why it was actually what finally drove me away from 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 drafting. <laughs> Well, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Hmm. Uh, all right, so you got Leela. Uh, so who have you got so far? I have guys. What are my draft picks? <laughs> Playback. No, I have. I've, I have pilot Moya, the ship, okay, the right. Leviathan, and Leela as my mechanic. Okay. Okay. Next up. So we're going back to me now, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. You got round four. You starting off round four. Starting off round four. All right. You got two slots left. All right. All right. All right. So. I'm taking Picard, guys. Nice. You can't you can't go wrong there. No. Taking Picard. That is a solid, solid pick. Some of Picard the best, is my captain. Some of the best hair I've ever seen. You know? <laughs> just so shiny. It just it is, really speaks it, to Andrew. It really does. Uh, <laughs> it's excellent. That's excellent choice. That's a good call. No, that's a good call. All right. So what have you got? So you you've you're you got four out of five here, so this is round I just, four. I need a gunner, so got a gunner. All right. Well I'm going gunner too. Okay. Uh-oh. Um okay. At, please take her pick. Uh, please no, take uh, her pick. I, I'm going with the man who never misses. Mm. Are you going Deadshot. You going Deadshot? Mm-hmm. I thought nice. you were just gonna pick a random stormtrooper. <laughs> no, that's the man who always misses. I can I considered for for comic value just putting a random stormtrooper <laughs> as my gunner. Yeah, not even not even like a specific stormtrooper, just <laughs> random stormtrooper. Stormtrooper number one three seven nine. The one that Kevin Smith voiced. On. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna go ahead and grab my mechanic uh, next. And for my mechanic, I went for somebody. Like, look, you. We say mechanic, but there's not. Chief engineer. Let's yeah, it's go with more that. of an engineering position. Yeah, because you're at no point should the mechanic really be like if the mechanic grabs a wrench on your spaceship, Uh-oh. there's probably you've got problems at this point. So I went for somebody who was going to be able to interface with the technology flawlessly, uh, and somebody who has a proven track record with the captain. So for my mechanic, I brought in Cyborg. Okay. Okay. Uh, from DC, Cyborg. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a DCEU one yet because I'm going to see how the movie goes. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, we're going to go with the comics. And the, the comics especially, like, just not the Teen Titans Go. Just not that one. That's really – I don't care which cyborg you grab. Just not the Teen Titans Go one. Never Teen Titans Go. Never you, Teen that Titans. go without saying. Never Teen Titans Go. Uh, all right. So that's going to last – you're going to be your last round here. Yeah. Well, I, oh, you got four yeah, and then I'm, five. Yeah, sorry. Close out four. I'm going to get into five. So you know, I've, got, uh, I've got strategy and just abject destruction from Ender. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got the force, literally, uh, mm-hmm. from Luke. And I got creativity, ingenuity, and a lot of money. 
from uh, from Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. So for the last two, I will tell you what where the positions are because I think it's very important to know this. So number one's one, one's the ship. I, I would assume one of them is the ship. Yes, okay. so we're not taking the Iron Man suit with us. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's so hard to get everybody. Of, it's hard to get everybody else in there. Ender's like hanging onto a shoulder. It's just really. I mean, Ender's pretty small, right? So right. he just holds on tight. You know. That's true. Yeah. But uh, you know, again, you need to have versatility. So I, I need something that can do more than one thing. It, it could possibly change, or in another term for that, might be transform. Uh oh. So I need to have Starscream involved in this. Mm. He is now. Is Starscream space worthy? He yes. That's how the how the Transformers got to Earth was through space. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So they can fly. Nice. He can carry them with him. He also is. Uh, Incredibly strategic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much of force that Megatron really is disappointed by how he often gets outfoxed by Starscream, although he ends up winning most of the time, but still. So I got, the, I got Starscream nice. coming with me uh, as, nice. my, as my vessel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last, I, I, need, I need a gunner. I need somebody who's incredibly accurate. I need somebody who can really deliver in the space-time continuum and bend shots mm. around corners, inside and outside, can shoot the wings off a fly on his first shot. So I need Wesley Gibson from Wanted. Nice. Ooh. Nice. I like that. Okay. Okay. That that's a strong pull. How that's you feeling? How you feeling, Al? How you feeling, Mister? I'm definitely gonna win. Uh, I don't feel like you guys are giving up blue. I'm gonna trust our fans <laughs> to recognize what I'm bringing to the table here. It's fine if you people don't. Um, my vessel's a bit of a deep cut. Uh, but I, I, this, all the Star Trek stuff today just, it was, it was a lot for me. <sighs> so for my vessel, I wanted something that was, uh, uh, was, was knowingly, I mean, was, was tough, was, you know, could, could do what it had to do. But in order to take this vessel out, we also need stealth, you know, we need to be able to take advantage of that. And, and you know, the best way to do this is if you have a vessel that can fire while cloaked. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if you want that, You've got to go get General Chang's Bird of Prey from Star Trek Five. There you go. Uh, six. I'm sorry. Star Trek Six. Oh. Apologies. I don't know if we can allow that. Can we, can judges. Star Trek. Star Trek Ooh. Six. Was... Redraft. Read. <laughs> <laughs> I've got others. Um, so I'm going to the up. The bird. Of, the, the General Chang's Bird of Prey. This was the one that could fire while cloaked. Uh, the the big weakness here, and I'll, I'll acknowledge it right out front before my fellow Trekkies rip me apart on it. Uh, it could not. It couldn't be shielded. So there was that problem. Um, but I don't think it has to because I think they get in there with Batman, they with Rocket, with Baloo. That we, it won't matter. They'll only need one shot. <laughs> so that's that's how that's going. Uh, what you got? Last thought. Uh, well, last of all, I think the, the thing that my team is missing because we've got Fox McCloud. I already got Baloo. You we got Deadshot. We got Thor. And we're we're on the heart of gold. What's missing is a truly epic beard. So I'm going Commander <laughs> Will Riker as my Very second nice. in command. Nice. Very, Very nice. nice. Very nice. And yes. now you're, you're, you're bearded Riker, not before the beard. Oh, God, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Please. Right. No, just making sure. Absolutely. Bearded Riker. Okay. He's, he's dealt with the Borg. You know, yeah. uh, he knows his way around the ship. He, he can... sits like a boss. You will never sit yeah. forwards like we are sitting right now. No. No. <laughs> no. Why would you? No. Come on. No, you'll, have to get, you'll have to get some custom chairs for him. But and, I think it's worth it. The Heart of Gold can handle that. Yeah, and you know he's gonna pick up the ladies along the way. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Okay, that's a strong. That's a strong, strong position. All right, Liz, you've got the last pick. Talk to us. What are you? What are you running out with? So I've, I've got. I need a gunner. I need a tail gunner. Yep. Um, 
this you know this was probably my weakest category but oh you can steal my notes if you want no, i'm done that's okay, no, okay. I'm, I'm good thanks uh, <laughs> i got some good gunners um there are some other characters from the jungle book who are available very true but i don't know i don't know i don't know who, who can shoot king louis uh no i've got some amazing picks over here though if you need some i mean mowgli might have been good with a slingshot but <laughs> he was okay he wasn't really besides this is the jungle book blue it's tailspin um, blue okay uh, very different things. It's embarrassing for you. Uh, you must be so embarrassed right now. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually go off list. I I, I put some thought into this earlier, but I'm actually gonna go off list. And and what we really need in this situation is accuracy. And I'm going Hawkeye. There you I go. was wondering nice. how nobody grabbed Hawkeye. Well, because a bow and arrow isn't that great in space. Hey, 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 Hawkeye has demonstrated that he doesn't miss with anything. Yeah, marksmanship. This is true. Doesn't matter. Right. What the weapon of choice is. He actually uses a bow to keep it fair for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. If he were to use a long rifle, there wouldn't be a challenge anymore. Ooh. Well, you know, Yondo used a bow in the comics. Oh, did he really? Yeah, they changed it to the whistle thing for the, the movies so he wouldn't be another archer like right. yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah. Huh. Huh. And his native tongue is clicks and whistles. <laughs> I did not there. know that. There you go. I actually, I am, you know. so nobody grabbed the Millennium Falcon. No, I, I think gonna, everybody I thought, thought you would have been all over. Yeah, I, just, I feel like I nobody was, touched it because I was trying to go with something different here. Same here, or the Enterprise, or the Enterprise, or the Enterprise. Well, the Enterprise. If you were gonna draft an, a, a Starfleet vessel, you obviously have to grab the Defiant off of DS9. Mm. That's the the Enterprise is not built for war. Yeah, the first thing the Enterprise does in any kind of real warfare is get rid of the saucer section. <laughs> uh, but the Defiant, Defiant is actually a star. Okay, that's enough nerd out of me. Uh, so let's do a real quick recap. Uh, Andrew, walk us through your draft picks. What you got? Yeah, so we're uh, this this squad is going to be flying on Starscream. Now, whether they're actually flying or he's doing it is, is up for debate. But uh, Luke Skywalker will be my pilot. Uh, we'll be captained by Ender Wiggins. We will have uh, Tony Stark, Iron Man, doing our mechanic and engineering. And we'll have Wesley Gibson sitting in the back ready to bend shots. Nice. Very nice. Uh, I've got the uh, on uh, General Chang's Bird of Prey out of Star Trek Six. We've got uh, Batman in the captain seat with uh, Baloo piloting. We got Rocket Raccoon as a tail gunner and Cyborg handling the mechanics. There's a lot of rabies going on in that ship. Listen, <laughs> listen, rapid. It's a very angsty, cynical ship you've got. <laughs> no one will see this shit coming. <laughs> Literally and figuratively, no one will see this shit Here's coming. Here's the thing. Rocket's not going to have any time for Baloo's shit. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, I've got the Heart of Gold uh, with uh, Fox McCloud as the captain. Co-captain or commander uh, is going to be Will Riker. My gunner is Deadshot, and my chief engineer is Thor. All right. And Liz? So we've got Moya, the Leviathan, piloted by pilot, because what else? Right. Uh... Mr. Picard. Captain. Captain. Captain Picard. Sorry. Wow. I'm on a more... Back to... I'm, I'm on a more casual uh, <laughs> kind of like... Jean-Luc. Isn't he an admiral? He's, yeah, he's like whatever. He's... Um, Are you like his Beverly Crusher? <laughs> yes. Yeah? <laughs> Absolutely. Are you his... His gates? You ship them? <laughs> uh, of course... Dude, See, everybody, was, everybody was all about Riker. I was all about some Picard, though. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Of course you were. Of course There's I nothing were. wrong with that at all. Uh, we've got Leela, our mechanic, and Hawkeye, our gunner. I I really I want to I want to picture the scene between Captain Picard and Leela mm-hmm. talking to each other <laughs> uh, in the midst of the battle. That's what I need to hear. That's what I really want more than not as much as I want to hear Batman uh, uh, giving Baloo orders. <laughs> but 
that. He's like, I thought Jordy was weird. Do you have depth perception? What's going on with that thing? How, how does the bat signal translate to space? Like, is it, is it right? It doesn't have to. Oh my god! Don't because I'm Batman. <laughs> All right, let's get into our B-roll here. Oh, no, wait, first of all, I'm sorry, but folks, again, we want to hear what you guys think. Who won the draft? Is it the draft master? Is it our brand new co-host, or is it me? Uh, we can. <laughs> I think you forgot an option. The no. guy who won last time. Wait, 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 wait. Which, wait, which draft did you win? Uh, what was the last draft? I, that's the one that I won. The last one I recall... Oh, it was one that wasn't there for. I oh, wasn't. Yeah, that's why you won. Okay. Oh, um, that's why I won. But no, we want to hear what you guys think. <laughs> we want to hear what you guys' picks were. Pull it all on the Facebook page, Twitter, or Instagram. Can they can they do that on Instagram? Uh they can direct send things to Facebook or Instagram or I'm sorry or uh, Twitter. But probably if, they, if you get things to us, I can choose things to put on the Instagram, but people can't post things directly to Instagram. Okay. I don't know how to Instagram. But hey, guys, we have a new Instagram, so if you get at us at Instagram, it's at FGS for Geek's Sake because for Geek's Sake was already taken on Instagram. I need to find whatever account that is and destroy it. It's probably the same people that took ForGeeksSake.com, the bastards. If you're going to destroy it, I suggest using my team. Uh, <laughs> uh, excuse me? You think you're gonna Rocket Raccoon, okay? Rocket. Anyway, uh, but we do really want to hear what you guys think, so please put it up. Let us hear about it. Let us know who you think won it, because we have to settle this uh, uh, before it gets ugly. Let's move on to our B-roll. Yeah. So we had... All right. Can, can I just say, we, we've talked a lot of shit about Zack Snyder on this show. We have. Um, but... Uh, uh, you know, we would never want anything to happen like what has happened. No, 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 no. And we need to make sure that we we draw a very clear line between professional <laughs> differences and differences and disagreements on the way to tell stories and wishing ill on the man. Right. Uh, uh, we're not Gamergate. You know, we we just have intel intellectual dis- mm-hmm. dif- I mean, this guy. This is this is Zack Snyder. You know what I mean? This isn't. Uh, um. You know. Isn't a bad person, right? You know. Uh, so what had happened was uh, Mr. Snyder's daughter uh, committed suicide. She was 20 years old uh, back in March. Yeah. And uh, they kept that very private and very, you know, just in within the family. The, yeah, they didn't want to talk about it at all. His wife, who's also an EP on um, Justice League, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they they again they want to keep it very very tight. Uh, then what happened? Uh, basically, there was some reshoots that were going to be scheduled to kind of. Clean up some story pieces. And again, we talk about reshoots here a couple times. Reshoots are not automatically a bad thing. But um, this sounded pretty intensive, though. It sounded like it was uh, there was they, they, they already have two versions of the movie in the can and they're not really pleased with either right. one of them. Right. hundred percent. So they were going to do some reshoots to piece together something that they would like. Right. So that's. Uh, and then as they were getting ready to do the reshoots, they were going to have to travel overseas. And when they did is when Mr. Snyder realized that he just couldn't uh, kind of be away from his family and away from his other kids and all that stuff. So he seven has, other kids, uh, seven other kids, yeah. seven other. Good kids. Lord. And there's, a, you know, he's quoted as saying, you know, I was trying to kind of dive into my work and, and just kind of distract myself and forget everything. And he kind of like lost sight of the fact that like his family really needed him and yeah mm-hmm. so both he and his uh i do i think his wife said said that both they both of them have stepped down from justice league just step and stepped down basically it sounds like from the entire dceu it sounds like um it. they've kind of stepped down from all of that uh and so so while i still am not going to say that i have, was a huge fan of, of of snyder's work or his approach uh never wish ill on the man or his family so sure um that's we're going to first acknowledge that piece so that being said there is for you know, there is a a silver silver lining, a silver lining, lining for, silver lining for, here. For, for kind of uh, what they've us. announced instead is the guy who's going to come in to basically they were saying it to to run the DCEU and and Snyder's stead is Joss 
Whedon. Yeah. That guy that did Avengers. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That's, and Firefly. Yeah. And Buffy, Buffy. And just one of the greatest storytellers of the modern age. Yeah. That guy. Joss, how would be his name? And and the fact that he's coming in now, right before they do these reshoots. Yeah. And final editing means that he's going to have a lot of control now over this story, which I think is really important because that's the thing that we've always seen lacking um, in the DCEU was story and character development. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had a lot of pretty pictures without a lot of feeling behind it. And if anybody knows how to add some feeling, it'll be Joss. It's Joss Whedon. It's going to be a shame, though, because now, of course, I mean, you thought Superman was dead, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I'm guessing Aquaman. Somebody has to die. Oh, somebody's going to die. Joss Whedon's in charge. Somebody dies all the time. Yeah. He kills people. Oh, God, they're going to kill Aquaman. Um, I doubt they're not before Aquaman. he gets this movie. Actually, that's one of the reasons they're having trouble scheduling these reshoots is they're filming Aquaman right now. Uh, they are doing press for Wonder Woman right now. Right. Um, and, and all these other projects that these actors like Henry Cavill's working on another movie. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of impossible to schedule everybody to be in one place at one time right now. I hear the but Flash I mean, has got time. Whedon's stepping in, so like someone's going to die and then come back to life again and then die again and then come back to life again. It depends on how Joss is feeling about it. Yeah. Uh, but the, so so Joss, incredibly exciting. That's that That's is great. great news. Um, I think. This may be the first time Marvel stops and gets a little nervous um, because what really – I mean, look, the, the, the problem with with uh, Avengers 2, with, with, with Ultron, yeah. um, really looks like studio interference from beginning to end. Mm. Um, I mean, I think I think I that – I, I maybe – and again, I'm biased towards Mr. Whedon's work, uh, but I think that's going to be a huge piece of it. So uh, you definitely get the impression – from all the heat that Snyder was receiving, DC didn't care. DC was like, I don't know, just go do it. Like Warner Brothers just kind of lets him go do his thing, which would be where Joss, I think, shines the brightest. Oh, yeah. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see how he does this and what he does next with it. And you're right. the And this does – this does all that reshoot news kind of comes in a different light because, again – uh, uh, this happened back in March, mm-hmm. and we, and as a result, we can't really trust the news that we're getting around this, and that's fine. They're, I've got no problem with that, but mm-hmm. they're not going to be. I mean, you, one would assume there's going to be a lot of news that is being filtered through a certain way. So I don't trust any of the news on the reissues. I don't trust any of the news on the timing or kind of a lot of that stuff. Sure. Like, and it's fine. I'm not. I, what I'm concerned about is whether, is whether or not Justice League comes out a de- as a decent movie. That's what I care about. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he can manage to press like the lighten button on the whole movie but i'll be curious what do you th- what, what were you guys you guys have any thoughts on this stuff i mean you know it's it, it's a sensitive subject and i don't know how excited i'm allowed to be yet because it's 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 happy news in in light of a very sad situation mm-hmm. um and I, and i also question too you know professional differences aside how how respectful is whedon going to be to Snyder and how much is he going to change and how much is he going to kind of leave alone right. out of respect. Yeah. Cause these are two big personalities and yeah. big egos. Yeah. Right. You know, these are two guys that are used to saying, this is my vision and this is how I want it done. Right. And sharing that ball might be difficult. Well, and I, I think it, I think it really has to do with, and again, news we don't have yet is, is, is this done? Is yeah. now he the new. And it sounds like Snyder, as he's walking away was saying, you know, I'm I'm a fan. I hope this movie works out great and everything, but I got more important things to deal with. Of course. So I don't think that I think that he's left it probably in a place with Joss to say it's yours now. Do with it as you will. Yeah. You know. And 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 if Whedon's taking over, can we expect a bomb ass musical number? 
<laughs> in the middle of this movie. <laughs> you had to wait. That's what I want to know. You had to wait several seasons before you got that into Buffy. So I don't, know, I know. Don't get six seasons. Oh, but it's the best episode. And the movie. Uh, what about you? Have you been? You're, 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 I know you're not really deep into the the. No, I know that my uh, my wife loves Joss Whedon. Buffy was her favorite show of all time. Mm-hmm. So I know that she is. I mean, as Liz said, I mean, this is sorry, April, April. Apologize. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, as she was saying, like I'm sure that it's happy news in light of of sad news. So I mean, for me as, as just a, a general fan, I'm excited to see a really good movie, and I, I hope to see that in a, in a few months. Awesome. So there it is, folks. What do you guys think? You uh, are you okay with Joss Whedon stepping in? Do you think that he can save Justice League? If does the Justice League need to be saved? Uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments, and we would love to hear from you on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or not Instagram. Not Instagram? We can do that Instagram. You can comment on Instagram pictures. Oh, okay. So I'll post a picture of Joss Whedon that people can comment on. All that? right. I'm going to have to download Instagram, I think, is really the thing I'm going to have to try to get mm. over. I don't. You're fine. You don't really need me over there. Uh, you, all right. I mean, you kind of run the show, so you should probably look at the Instagram. Let me know if there's something I'm just going to post nothing but embarrassing pictures of you is basically what's going to happen. The good news here. Some. That means what's all the, the pictures. Right? Yeah, the, the, oh, the good news here is there's a, lot of, there's a lot of material to work with. You'll be, you'll be good for quite a while here. All right, let's get to some shameless plugs. Dan, you want to start us off there? Well, as always, you can find me at epiceventsorlando.com for all your DJ services. Uh, April. Hey. As always, I want you to check out Orlando Roller Derby. Uh, but I'm going to keep talking about this Instagram thing because I really kind of want to make it big. Uh, again, so I'm going to say it again. It's at FGS for geeks sake. All one word is the handle. So get on there and follow it. And I want submissions. I, I really want to try and make it, you know, about us. You don't get to see our faces that much, but it's, it's going to be fun. Unless pictures, you watch our new YouTube channel. Unless you watch on our new YouTube channel. Thank you, Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I want things. I want things from you. I want. I want uh, fun hashtags. I want it to be trendy, and I want. I want you to dig into our throwback nerds days and Marvel Crush Mondays, and we're just gonna There's do Marvel, Marvel, just, Marvel Crush Mondays. We're just gonna do Wonder Woman Wednesdays. But you know, we want. We want. We want your your silly pictures. Give us your nerdy pictures. Give us. Give us your stuff. Get give involved. The, give her this. Give her the stuff. Give her the stuff. Give people. me the stuff. Give me the stuff. All right. Uh, we also want to give a shout out to uh, your 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 favorite weatherman. Oh, my favorite weatherman! Yes, uh, a couple couple weeks, months ago, that was a while ago. Yeah, we had a the it was uh, the violently rotating updraft. Violently with, rotating updraft was the yes. was the episode with, with where Dave we, Coquichella. Yeah, yes. Dave Coquichella. Coquichella. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you, you I got know. I was on it. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> I was there. Where were you? I was sort of. Because all I heard was that you were there. That's I true. Was there. <laughs> then she did, he didn't mention April Bloodgate there. by yeah, name. Yeah, he did yeah. not mention ba- the podcast. Basically, what happened is is that uh, we we're had we had him on this podcast, and they were doing well. They were doing a segment on roller derby. They weren't doing a segment on podcast, but they were doing a segment on roller derby on the local news. And he, you know, gave me a little shout out there, and he said, "Oh, I met a derby girl named April Bloodgate." So thank you, Dave, and uh, really appreciate you. There you go. Andrew, anything you'd like to shout out here? Yeah, shout out to uh, Elon Musk. We never really talk about him on this podcast. We should but, mention uh, him. He probably should. He does some good things. Yeah. So, you know, shameless plug for him. Every, every now and again, he should get in the news. <laughs> Poor Elon. Yeah. Uh, anything else you'd like to, sh- you'd like to shamelessly plug? Uh, yeah, secondarily, uh, I, if anybody wants to ever uh, you know, talk about drafting or anything, please uh, please follow me on Twitter. I, w- I would love to, to engage in, in all things draft and or otherwise. That's uh, So, Alan, if you do social media at the end, no. No, no. Tell them where they can find oh, you. Right? Do all your stuff. Yes, yeah, so that's uh, at DeSalvotion. That's D-E-S-A-L-V-O-T-I-O-N. DeSalvotion. So I get see what you did there. Salvotion. I like it. Right, that's good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Uh, I got a whole bunch. Uh, I'm going to run through here as quick as I can here. First, um, I finally finished Naruto uh, Shippuden. 
I, I, I had two episodes left, and it took me forever to watch them because I didn't want it to end. <sighs> it's with a heavy heart, man. It was a good. It was a good. I'm missing that one. Also, really loving Archer Dreamland. Uh, Archer's latest season is they have this whole premise thing here. They've done. It's like what they did with Archer. If you enjoyed Archer of Ice at all, if you enjoyed the way they kind of take the traditional characters and they kind of put a different spin on it, Archer Dreamland has been amazing. Like there, I mean, it's still funny. It's still Archer, but they've done such an interesting things with the story and with the plot and with the characters, and it's really giving them an opportunity to do something different. And it's just, I loved it. I loved it. I was just really, I'm really, really impressed with every with every single bit of it. So I'm really, really enjoying that. Uh, I also am uh, uh, still. I'm almost finished with the first book in the Dark Tower series, and that has been, yeah, so good, so right? good, so good. And of course, American Gods. Because just wow, just wow. Uh, I think is what all the things I was supposed to shamelessly plug. Is that a thing? I think it was it. Okay, fantastic. Uh, do I? Can you tell? I don't know if you can tell them where to find us here. Can you? Can you? Can you? Able? Can you? No, it's not, your first not episode. Yet, not yet. We have to get you the list of all the places they can find us. Al, why don't they tell me where I can find us? You can find us. Uh, on our website at forgeeksake.org. That's forgeeksake.org. Forgeeksake.org. You can also find us on our Facebook page at forgeeksake, at Twitter, at, well, on Twitter at wait, that, that, that. Oh. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at, at for the number four geeksake. That's with two S's on the Twitter. That's where you can find us there. You can also find us on YouTube at for Sake, where you can find this in every, well, not every episode, like the past like four episodes. And, um, it's two. It's been two. It's been two. Three. No, it's this. So this will be our fourth, fourth episode. There. This is the fourth one. And on our Instagram page at FGS for geek sake, all kind of smushed together. Right. Yes. yes. Fantastic. Yeah. No apostrophes, no, pun- no punctuation. None of that. None of that. Screw you, punctuation. <laughs> uh, and I think that's going to be it. Is that cover them all? I think that's it. All the places you can find us. You can also email us at admin at for geek sake. Dot com. Uh, I haven't made up the new email addresses for that one yet, but I will, and they'll be terrible. Uh, I think that's going to do it. We also want to, of course, as always, say thank you to our technical director, Elijah Leffel, who's in here, making sure these cameras work so that all of you, dozens and dozens of people, can check out our uh, video feed. We lawful you, Elijah. No. 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 Can I not also be master of puns? N- no. Aww. No, you cannot. <laughs> no, draft master. Calm your ass down. <laughs> there is no pun master here. There's only the draft master. Uh, and that can be taken. Master of none. <laughs> I like that better. That's going to do it for us, folks. Once again, I want to say thank you so much. We look forward to hearing all of your traffics. So until next week, this is Al Sterling saying, Spock, this child is about to wipe out every living thing on Earth. Now, what do you suggest we do? Spank it? <laughs>